0: Hey guys, we're back again. Adam from Splendid Sports. That's Theo Clemente Collector. If you happen to catch uh, last week, we did a three and three. And I asked Theo, I said, uh, I want you to add, if you can, a fourth card to your want list, uh, because I knew what the card was going to be. And I wanted to look at it and talk about it. uh, But I forgot to do it. So here we are. We're back again. And Theo had a great idea. He said, let's Let's make this into a video response. Theo, go, go ahead. Tell us, uh, tell everyone what we're doing here.
1: Sure. Um, so I had um, I had uh, Daring from Return Return to Collecting on my channel on Behind the Cards, and uh, he's a he's a newer channel. Um, he's growing. Um, he has an awesome collection. He asked for a VR response from the community of what are what what's your top ten cards. Um, you know, money's no object. What's your top ten cards that you would you would love to have in your collection? And um, I asked Adam if he wanted to partner with me. And uh, I think this is the first time somebody for Darren's done uh, like a like a duo uh, type video for this, which is cool. And um, so so we stick with what Darren wanted. I'm gonna do five cards, and Adam's gonna do five cards. Um, I'm, my, my, all five of my cards are Clemente's, just because obviously that's what I've been collecting. So I'm gonna. I'm going to stay focused on Clemente and, and Adam's going to, you know, pick just the five cards that if money was no object, he'd like to collect. So I think this is going to be a lot of fun, but it was, it was a little bit weird getting ready and not having cards uh, <laughs> ready to present. So it was kind of strange. <laughs>
0: so We're going to, we're going to use card ladder here. And uh, we're going to go like, Theo's going to start with his number, number five card. We're just going to pick five. Then I'll do my five, four, four. Um, I got the first one pulled up in card ladder. Uh, Theo, are you ready for this? Yeah. Um, right. So,
1: yeah. So, my first card is actually the 1965 uh, McGregor card. Uh, PSA uh, has it as a, a, a population 40. Um, it actually last sold in 2020. It says PSA 3 sold for about, about $300, which is actually pretty affordable. I do think it would go for a lot more today, personally. Um, it was a staff card. So that's why it has a very low population. Um, the reason why I think this card's so cool is, is it, he's out there with his glove in the field. Um, I just think it's a really cool image. Um, I love the oversized cards. Um, obviously, I could have put something a lot more pricey at my five spot, but I, like I said, it, money doesn't really matter. I just wanted to pick out a card that was very hard to obtain. So um, that's what card I got at uh, number five.
0: Yeah, first time I've ever seen that, didn't know it existed. So that's cool to learn about a new card. Uh, the only person I know that has that is, I believe, Man has one. So. Oh, that's a shocker.
1: That's a shocker.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got to see that, man. If he's got that, I don't know if he's. John, if um, you, you watching, have you shown that one recently? We'd like to see he, that. He, he pulled it out for the Club 21
1: live stream. I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah,
0: I, it's, it's nice. <laughs> That is nice. All right. So I'm going to go my number five here, which is so most of the mantle cards I have, um, you know, they're cards that basically, you know, anyone, you can get them at any time for the most part. Uh, so they're not like ultra rare or scarce. They're just expensive. Uh, but this is like one of the mantle cards that is expensive, but it's also <laughs> it's like, you never know, you'll never, never find it. Basically, it's the Mantle Dice Game card, 1961 tops. Mantle Dice Game. Let's see if I can find uh, when this thing sold. I think it was a PSA, so here we go. Uh, I just got to find the right one. Here we go. So this one sold. This was uh, the one that sold 2022 uh, mm-hmm. for 396000 Um Theo, are you familiar with this card at all? Or this, this set? I-
1: I think I saw Blue Jacket had a video at one time to talk about it, but I'm not a hundred percent if it was him or somebody else.
0: Um, no. Yeah. yeah. Why don't I, you. Tell I me think it? I did a video. I did a video on it a while back when this was up for auction and this. Uh, so basically, you know, in the sixties tops was doing all these different game sets and everything. And this was a test issue. The 1961 tops dice game that um, really was never released. It was, it was just kind of being played around with and, I think there's only about four of them that are known. um, And uh, there's been like two or three that have been graded by PSA, this being one of them here. And I think they pretty much all have a pinhole in them because they were, you know, stuck to a paper at at the top's office or whatever uh, because they were like I said, basically just a test thing, an idea they had, but somehow they got out. So um, these are incredibly expensive as you can see here. And they're, you know, they're all ones and I think there might be a two that just got graded or something, but yeah, this would be a dream card for me. My number five dream card, just because of how rare it, it would be. And if money was no option, obviously, then that would take that off the table. So that would be a cool addition to my mantle collection. Where, like I said, most of them are cards that anyone can get, but this would be like the one rare gem that I have in my mantle collection. Wow, well, I, I love the image. I think it's a great. It's a great looking card. It's very similar to you know the sixty tops base card of mantle. Uh, it's very similar to that pose, so I don't know if it was, it's probably from that same photo shoot that they got this. That's cool, yep. All right, so that was my number five. Let's go with your number four,
1: okay? Uh, 1962, uh, Sugardale Clemente, so it would be Sugardale hot dogs, okay? So, uh as you pull it up, um, a little bit about the card. Um, it's actually <laughs> PSA Pop 22, a uh, very, very rare card. Um, it came in the pack of hot dogs. Um, last sold 2019, uh, PSA 1 sold for $1,600. Um, obviously, I, I believe that that would be substantially higher today than the PSA 1. Um, and usually they do have staining. Um, this This one you pulled up is very, very clean. Um, compared to what i've seen but um it's really cool uh, like i said i love food issue um, i will have a cons card on the list here coming up um so it's a it's a really cool card and a, a a lot of clemente collectors out there it's it's a card that they really really want um
0: if how low the populations are yeah that's cool all meat skinless wieners right there <laughs> that. that's awesome yeah yeah so beautiful there so let's go with my number four which is a card everyone's seen before but this is the only one of my five that actually like grade would matter um and that would be the larry bird magic johnson rookie card but i would want the dream card would be because i already have it but the dream would be to get it in a psa 10 so this is uh i think it last sold here three hundred eighty nine thousand. wow Again, this is a this is just a grading thing. Um, so there's I think only about twenty something of them in PSA tens. Uh, there's like seven hundred in PSA nines, and then there's thousands in the other grades. So there's a lot of this card, but the rarity in in this card would be in the grade. So as a Larry Bird collector, this would be his best card quote quote unquote best card uh, because of the grade rookie card. Um, you also got two legends on it with him, uh, but the PSA ten would be the the dream card for me there the only grading play i have in this the other one's grade doesn't matter yeah that's that's i mean that's an awesome
1: card what grade is yours you said
0: i have um i actually have two i have a seven and an eight i have so i have two of them right now oh and, uh,
1: well you can give me the seven, seven. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my seven <laughs> looks better than my eight though my you know it, the seven is like has better eye appeal than the eight so i think if i ever sold one i would sell that eight and keep the seven yeah so uh so a big debate out
1: there, and I, I know I'm going off topic a little bit, is, is Magic Johnson or Larry Bird who who was the better player? Um you 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 um you pick Bird just because you're a fan or you you agree that he was the best player?
0: Man, that is a good yeah, that is really tough. Um I I I think Bird at his peak was a better player. Uh Magic had a better career. He won five championships where Bird only won three. Um, so I think magic had the better career, but like, if I'm a question, like you can have one player at their absolute peak for one game, I'm going Larry bird, but it's close because magic, he was a different type of player, not like a great shooter, but just the best passer ever, best team, you know, team basketball player ever made everyone around him better on the court. Same with bird, but, uh, yeah, I would go bird just by a hair on that. I'm sure yeah. any yeah, the argument can be made the other way too, with magic, but yeah, that's a tough one. That is for sure. It's, it's a shame bird had the back
1: issues later on. Um, I kind of hurt his career. Um, yeah. cool. Um, all right. Well, the next one should be fun. Um, so as I talked about last, last video, uh, I love the bazooka cards and I could probably name a couple of them on my list, but I picked out the one that I like the best for eye appeal. It's actually the 1968 bazooka. Um, and since money's no object, I'm actually going to buy the whole, the whole box instead of the card by itself whole oh, box. Yeah, the, I want the whole box. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you can find it. I There's actually one listed on eBay right now. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. So, right. t- Tony Perez is actually, there's actually four players on the 68 box. Uh, Tony Perez actually will be on the back of this box. But, um, so, so, I love how they did the, I guess you would call it elongated pictures on the 68 bazooka cards. Um, they actually look really sweet when you see them in like a, a slab um whenever you know unfortunately somebody cut it out but um so a little bit about it um there's actually the whole box psa population is two two right now and one of the two is on e is on ps is on ebay right now uh did i tell you how much it was or no
0: no why
1: don't you just take a wild guess how much you think it's going for on the website (laughs) buy it now (laughs) uh a hundred thousand uh 25000 so. okay. Yeah. So a little bit more affordable than you think. But uh <laughs> the uh the actual hand cut ones, uh PSA graded twenty nine of them. So okay. so they're 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 scarce themselves. Obviously, SGC's grading some too and things like that. But just to kind of say the scarcity of it, I just love the I love the image with the the glove, just like I said in the McGregor. I love seeing Clemente out there in the field. And I just uh I, I love how bazooka did it in uh sixty eight. So I would I would love to get
0: that whole box one day. <laughs> that would be so cool, man. Yeah. Um, what was his? First, what year was his first bazooka card?
1: Um,
0: it was '60. The one I have at
1: '60. Okay. I remember you said that. Yeah. He missed out on the uh, the '59. The full the full card uh, that they. Uh, I know you probably love the Mickey Mantle full card uh, from '59. Um, he missed out on that year, which would have been epic.
0: Yeah, the that that '59 bazooka almost made this list for me. Um, if I was going to do all mantle cards, then I, that would have been on this list, but I only have one mantle card on the list, but yeah, the 59 bazooka would, that's probably like, you know, that's in the top 10. Definitely. Yeah. That's a,
1: that's a sick card. Uh, they, they, Hank Aaron's sick too, but yeah, that, that, I, that, that's probably my favorite bazooka year. Um, but like I said, unfortunately Clemente
0: wasn't in it. So, um, cool. I like that, man. Just go for the box. Go for the whole box. <laughs> do it. <laughs> You've you got, you got to. All right. Here's uh, my number three card. Another card I'll never own, but it's uh, Tom Brady, two thousand contenders, auto championship ticket, auto. Um, again, card I'll never own. Let's see if I got here. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, here we go. So, yeah, this uh. This is a rookie, obviously, from 2000, and his first first autograph. This is his best card, you know, championship rookie ticket. And uh, it's got a got an auto on it, like I said, uh, card number 144. This card um, was selling for millions of dollars. Now it's come down a lot. But, um, wow, this one sold for 240000 Boy, this card's really come down, but still incredibly expensive. And, you know, when you're a player collector, if you can, you know, if money's no option – Ideally, you want to try to get that player's best card. So I will never have Tom Brady's best card, but this would be a dream card for me, the the, the championship rookie auto. So so is this is this just he signed it or is this he, uh,
1: they, they got him to sign it and they had so many of them?
0: No, these were pack pulled. So these were okay. uh, they were numbered to 100. So there's 100 of them. Wow.
1: Yeah, yep. that would be that would be amazing to have that. <laughs> wow (laughs) you're making my list go to
0: shame shame with some of these cards hey man this is a dream i'm never gonna have these either but you know (laughs) this would be the dream if i had unlimited money yeah yeah i got you all right well all
1: right um if we can oh i got a good question for you since since we talk about sports talk um all right now that now that we're a little bit further from it belichick and brady Give me a percentage. What percentage were, were, was the success Brady,
0: and what percentage was Belichick? Uh, I'm gonna go seventy five percent Brady, twenty five percent Belichick. That's probably that's probably
1: where I would be around. So I, I think I think when they first split up uh, before he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl, I think that that and and Belichick hasn't done good since. I think that the numbers definitely got bigger for me, at least. <laughs> yeah, so. and
0: I, I give, obviously, Belichick more credit towards the the beginning of the the run, you know, when they won the first couple championships. Brady wasn't totally Brady yet, obviously. Belichick was – Belichick's the greatest football coach of all time, in my opinion, but Brady is the best football player of all time. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, it's it's about the players. No matter how good of a coach you are, you need the players. You could ask right. any great coach that. So, yeah, I always – I'll give I'll give Brady the majority of the credit there, even though I I think Belichick is the best coach ever. Nice. All right. Um,
1: all right. The next is a card we didn't bring up when we had our conversation. Um, it's the 1958 Cons uh, Clemente card. It's a second year Cons card. Um, it's uh it's definitely a grail card for pretty much any Clemente uh, collector out there.
0: Um, all right. So this one looks like it it just yeah. sold for uh, it just sold recently for twelve almost. No, oh, 12 grand, 12.5 grand. Does it tell you what date it was? Uh, yes. April 24th. So not too long ago. As wow. eBay. It,
1: that w- to me, that's a steal. It's a, it's a pop nine. It's a pop nine. Um, the, one of the coolest things about this card is the back of it um, is uh, it says baseball thrills on the back or, or my greatest thrill on the back. And it, All the players picked out what their greatest moment in their sports career so far was. And Clemente actually told the story in 1955, the Pirates played the Dodgers and um, he was getting homesick. So he flew his mom up to New York to uh, see the game. And he wasn't starting at that time because it was uh, 1955. And he came in in the seventh inning. They were down by two runs and he came in to pinch hit. He hit a triple and uh and the pirates ended up winning the game and uh he said he was just saw his his mom's look on her face and she was just so proud and i just uh i just think that even adds more to how cool this card is (laughs) so i uh i definitely would be that's number two on my list of just uh, a grail card that um if money was no object
0: i'd definitely go after God, that's I I love these wiener cards, man. The the quotes they have, the wiener, the world awaited, right here. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, when a when a one sells for uh, almost thirteen grand, you know that's that's a high demand card right there. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I'm shocked it didn't go for more. To be honest, with how low low the pop is, but that's that's pretty cool that some of these cards are still. I don't know if you want to say attainable, but they're still they're still within price ranges people could get
0: them. So that's yeah, kind of, and I would think that's more of like an auction house card too. That's kind of interesting that it sold off of eBay. I've never,
1: I've personally never, I've personally never see them come up on eBay. But it like, yeah, must have must have slipped by me.
0: <laughs> it must have been the title, super rare, very low pop for high end collectors. They really <laughs> put it in the description there. I like that. All right, my number my number two is. I'm not a collector of this guy because, well, his cards are all expen- so incredibly expensive. But I this is my probably my favorite pre-war set, even though I'm not a huge pre-war guy. But one of my favorite sets of all time, just the story and look of it. And one of my favorite players, the story of this player. So it's the 1914 Cracker Jack, Joe Jackson.
1: Nice. Let's you you talked You talked about that, I think, on a recent video, right?
0: Yeah, I because I, I ended up getting my first Cracker Jack card. I wanted a nineteen fourteen. Now the one I got was like two hundred bucks. It was a uh, Stuffy McGinnis, <laughs> so he was a really good player. But this uh, this would be a dream card. My number two dream card. I just love the story of Joe Jackson. I mean, it's not like a happy story, but it's it's just uh, such a story that's ingrained in our culture with the with Field of Dreams and everything. And uh, this is this set is just incredible. The nineteen fourteens that were all in the boxes. And, uh, yeah, like this card, another card I'll never own. I mean, this card uh, recently sold in January. It's a 2.5, and it sold for $111,000. Oh, my gosh. So, so these cards are incredibly expensive. Um, but just something about the not only the set, but I love that, that pose. It's not a rookie card. I, uh, the Joe Jackson rookie card is, a, a, I believe, a different one. So it's not like a rookie card, but it's just that set. And, um, yeah, there's something about this card that uh, – this would be one of those cards that I, I would. It would be a dream to own it. So, I love the I
1: love the red. That red just makes the card look even better. I just think that's an awesome card.
0: Yeah, the red and, and PSA label, the color match. But like <laughs> I said, uh, other than the the bird card, none of these cards. The grade the grade does not matter at all. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just having one of these is is the idea, not the. I don't care what the grade would be. Yeah, I'm the I'm the
1: same way. Obviously, if if I if I had unlimited money, I'd try to get the higher, highest grade possible. But yeah, I I just love the cards. Um, the higher you go in these pop nine cards and stuff like that, it's gonna get ridiculous. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, all right, my number one. Uh, I wonder number one. If, if, I'm sure everybody knows what it is, but it's the 1968 uh, tops 3D. Um, it's uh, it's pretty much the grill for most most Clemente guys out there. So I'll talk a little bit about it while you bring it up. Um, so it was a 12 card test set. Um, it was kind of the first Topps design with 3D uh, design. Um, it was only sold in Brooklyn stores. And um, a lot of the copies that have been released, um, a lot of the copies, the the rumor is that they came from the Topps employees actually and not from that Brooklyn store. Um, there's On PSA, it's POP72, um, so so a PSA 10 sold in December of 2022 for 102k. Uh, in November of the, the same year a PSA 8 sold for 50k. Um so it's uh it's pretty it's pretty crazy to me that the that the 10 sold for 100k. I kind of thought it would actually go for even more than that with how ridiculous that would be, but um I just think uh, I just think the image is awesome on the card. Um it's cool that it's the first top 3D card. Um, it's just it'd just be amazing to own one of those one day.
0: <laughs> and this was this was the card that I wanted uh Theo to mention on our three and three, and I forgot to, you know, I ended the show before we could do that. So this yeah. was the reason that led into this. But that is one of the best looking cards of all time, man. Like I, even without the story, just like you said, the three D, the I don't know. This is that's just like you look at that card, it just hits you differently. Yeah. And, Man, the price is coming down on these. Look at this. The, the, this one actually sold January 7th of this year. Memory Lane for 38000 and that's a PSA 8.
1: Oh, wow. So it actually went down 12000 since November on the
0: PSA 8. Wow, that's crazy. Hey, baby, keep coming to us. Come
1: on. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me I have a chance. Yeah, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming your way.
0: Oh, man, what a, what a card. What a card that is right there. I know, I know. Um, but yeah, that could, that should be more expensive. I mean, if you, when you compare it to like what other cards sell for, like you yeah, said, like like you're looking, at, right, you're,
1: you're looking at the Mickey Mantle stuff and and Willie Mays and stuff like that, and you, it's just it's kind of shocking. With uh, his rarest cards aren't you know out of you know out of control yet, but that's just me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. All right. Well, that's a great one there. And then in my number one. Uh, again, not a guy I, like collect, really, because uh, all his cards, doesn't have a ton of cards, and his cards aren't, uh, all his cards are incredibly expensive, but um, the number one card on my, my dream list would be the 1916, uh, pretty expensive card, too. <laughs> the 1916 Sporting News Babe Ruth, wow. uh, M1014. Uh, let's see if I pull up a good, oh, here we go. So this one sold uh, in February, so... Few months back at Heritage this is an incredible SGC 7 again I wouldn't even care what the grade would be 1.77 million this so for. oh my gosh and boy it does look good in SGC you know with the the black the black and white there but yeah. you know this isn't the Babe Ruth rookie card you got the Baltimore News uh that was 1914 I believe that's technically his rookie card but I like the – I just like the, the, the image on this the best. Uh, I like the – obviously, he's got the Red Sox uniform on. It says Red Sox, which as a Red Sox – former Red Sox fan, uh, that's uh, something that appeals to me. But I love that it. it's just, you know, him throwing there and just that image. So, like, this would be this would be my Babe Ruth Grail card if I had unlimited money. Nice. Uh, yeah, something about this image. The sporting uh, – the, the uh, Baltimore News is more expensive. It is uh, fewer of them, I guess, but – uh from like a looks perspective combined with what this card is that this would this kind of takes the cake for me i i can't argue with you man that's a (laughs) that's a cool card as a
1: and as a boston fan that's a cool card for you i just think uh that'd be awesome to have that card
0: (laughs) yeah i mean a dream card i mean realistically i i do hope one day to have um a gaudy ruth you know the one of the he's got four in that gaudy set so I would love to have one of those, um, I think one number 144, the one where he's got the full pose where he's swinging. That would be one I would target. Again, those are really expensive, nowhere near this. But um, at some point, I, I would like to get a, a Ruth card from that Gaudi set, which I don't have. But this would be like the dream, obviously. I wonder,
1: did you say, do, do we know what the pop count is on that? Or it would probably take time to look it up. So. Uh,
0: I could look. try to look real quick here. Um, see if it's in... Yeah, I'm not sure. It's it's. I I'll look it up after maybe, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure on that. It's it can't be much. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine, that it's very high. Yeah, it's crazy that
1: that was a seven. Like that has to be the highest grade or close to it. And that's that's ridiculous. How did how did that card survive? I, don't I don't know.
0: know. Yeah, seven SGC seven. So yeah, that would be uh, again. I'm not the most knowledgeable Babe Ruth card guy, but I look I, as I've looked through like all the Ruth cards. I just like the look of that one and it combined with the fact that it's like right around near his, uh, one of his earliest cards. That, w- that would be the one for me. Awesome. Awesome. This was a, uh, this was fun. Um, I hope people enjoyed
1: it. Um, kind of, like I said, it was kind of weird not actually showing physical cards, uh, but, um, and I hope, I hope people check out, uh, Darren's channel, return to collecting. Um, he, he's done VRs for other guys out there and he's, he's great. Um, he's, He's super involved with the car community. So I hope you guys check out his channel also.
0: Yep. I'm going to tag Darren's channel in this. Uh, so yeah, Theo, this was fun, man. Thanks for having a great idea like this. It's always fun to dream. So we <laughs> get here. Yep.
1: Yep. All right. Well, well, thanks for having me on Adam. Hopefully we'll do some more stuff here in the future.
0: Absolutely. Sounds good. Thanks guys.